0: Welcome back to our weekly podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and I have the honor of introducing you to Maryam Cisse. Maryam is the valedictorian of class of 2021, and she is graduating with a double bachelor's in both international relations and communications. Maryam is Swiss and Senegalese and is currently living in Senegal as we speak. Welcome to the
1: podcast, Maryam. Thank you so much Margaret, thank you for the invitation.
0: Yeah of course and I'm very excited because this is a special feature podcast coming out the day of graduation Um, and it's going to be very exciting. (laughs) So (laughs) just to kind of go with this graduation theme, recently you were elected as valedictorian, Um, major congratulations on that, that's very exciting. Um, How did you feel when you were chosen?
1: Thank you. Um, Yeah, I was honestly very touched because I mean, (laughs) so the way I went about it, like, I never tried or really worked to be (laughs) a valedictorian. Um, I think, you know, striving to be the best is not necessarily something that I keep, like, (laughs) it's not something that I go for myself. Um, But I really appreciated it because I think I really did my best at Franklin, um, both academically, and I really think that, like, I don't know. It was important for me to be very true with the people I met and to be respectful and nice and to be open to everyone. And I think, I don't know, the way I saw it, especially because at Franklin, it has this election process. Um, I don't know. I saw it as an acknowledgement of my efforts and of what i Wanted to be for these years. I don't know if that makes sense, um, but yeah. So I really did my best, and it's it's really an honor to be acknowledged for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think especially because you know people chose you because of your little speech snippet as well, and you know I think it is really an honor and congratulations again.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And now, so for the speech, you actually are dual writing it, kind of you could say, with another nominee, Santa, um, and. Just tell us more about that writing process with another person and why you chose
1: to share the speech with Santa in specific. So um, after the first round of elections, it was going to be either Santa and I um, elected as valedictorian. And I... I don't know. I just thought it would be more fun to share it. And I, I haven't been on campus obviously this semester. And I know Sam says also like has had a super important presence, um, for our class and you know, he was SJ president. Um, he's just been very present and I thought, you know, like, um, I could give up, give it off to him. Um, cause I really liked the little speech he had and I think he's, he'd be a great representative of our class. Um, but I think we both deserve it, you know? Um, and so, I don't know I think in French we always say um and that means like you know you you share good things and I really thought that like it'd be more fun and especially this year um the, I'm not a graduation and um speeches are all online and so I thought if it's going to be a video I think it's more fun if it's a video of two people and I like the idea of having like the two of us just create something together that would be as representative as possible for the class. And that would speak to as many people as possible, you know, because I'm calm and IR, so I know people from my department a lot, um, but I haven't interacted maybe as much, although I have, but like not as much with the people from like business and management, you know, and I know Santa's um, has these majors. And so I think, I don't know, I think we make a pretty complete (laughs) representation of the class. And I really like that. Um, And in terms of writing, we pretty much um had it like we made a couple calls um, over the past like two weeks, and um we most of the writing we did kind of um, by ourselves, but we always like checked with each other, and then like we would always like check each other's parts and everything. Um, and then we split it up, and I filmed my parts, he filmed his, and then um, we edited it. So that it's all like one speech, um, and I'm excited. Honestly, I think I think it looks good, and I'm super excited for people to see it. Um, I don't know, and and I was honestly like, I was super happy to share this. Like, yeah, as I said, I think it's just it's so much more fun, like being together doing it. I think I don't know, it was a really good opportunity.
0: No, I'm really excited, and I feel like it definitely speaks to the Franklin spirit of just
1: wanting to do mm-hmm. things, share everything with each other. Exactly, and I think this is also characteristic of our class, you know. I think that's kind of how we went along with it, and we've been working together quite a bit, and, and I, that's how I kind of presented to the administration. I was like, you know, I think most of the good things that we did at Franklin as a class, we did together, and I think the speech could be one of them. Yeah, I'm super excited to
0: hear it. I can't wait. <laughs> um, now kind of getting away from the graduation topic, because I wanted to let the listeners kind of learn a little bit more about you um as well and I really wanted to talk about your semester abroad in Colombia mm-hmm. and what that experience was like especially considering you did everything in Spanish and you know just curious what made you want to go to Colombia versus somewhere else and how was that just
1: you know. yeah um so fun, fun kind of backstory about my trip to Colombia that um I really like moving and traveling. I'm usually someone who um, lives between places and everything. Um, And I broke my foot the summer before and I was stuck for a solid three months and I couldn't really move. Um, And at the end of it, I was just so sick of being in the same place that I really felt like I needed to move a bit more. Um, And I wanted to do an exchange semester for a long time. And it just happened that that semester, I didn't have to take any um, classes, that couldn't be replaced or something. I, It was just like the perfect opportunity. And honestly, I can't really, like, the whole planning of it was very spontaneous. Um, I, the thing is, since Franklin, I mean, understandably so, because it's an international school in Switzerland, Franklin doesn't really have, like, direct partnerships with universities um, in too many countries. But what I did um, was that I found a university in Colombia that, like, had, that accepted students that only wanted to take some credits at their university without being like full-time enrolled in everything. They're usually called free movers. Um, and I found this university who would take free movers and that have like a really, really nice program on, in international relations. And I honestly, I can tell you actually, like Colombia came from a conversation with um, Cristina from the the office of student life and Luciana, and I think we were talking, and they were telling me that um, Colombia is a great place to study, and I just started looking into it. And what was really important for me there, because I could have gone to Chile or like other countries over there, but um, I wanted a shift of perspective, also in terms of um, in terms of global actors, you know, because so I'm Swiss and I grew up in Switzerland and obviously um, Switzerland has a very peculiar place in international relations, you know, being so small and neutral. Um, And I really wanted to see like something different. So Colombia is so big and so like, so predominantly important in South America that I wanted to see like how it's like and so it was really really good opportunity for me to study also like from a different perspective looking at different things um and it was really nice to kind of get away from europe um and studying international relations because i think it's it's what comes up the most obviously (laughs) and um it was really it was really interesting to have like a completely different perspective and that's that's kind of what was my priority so
0: yeah super cool and also, what was it like, kind of meeting new people, and where did you live exactly?
1: Um, so I live with a with a Colombian family. Um, oh, and going back to the Spanish part, um, so I actually spoke Spanish before, but um, it's true that I hadn't really like had the opportunity to practice my Spanish as much in in years. Um, and so I lived with the Colombian family, like, and oh, they're still to this day; like, they're like my family, <laughs> um, and. So I went to university and honestly, it was very interesting because um, and I think we all kind of have this feeling when we travel, it's like you can either get really close with people from your country because there will be, I mean not Swiss people because there's only a few of us but there I met some French people um, and I met some German people um, and I spent some time with them and then upon traveling etc and like upon doing activities like dancing and stuff like that I met like a lot more Colombian people Um, and I it was it was very I don't know I I think to me like people make life richer you know and more interesting more stimulating Um, and I think that's how I learned the most and especially because Colombian people are gold. (laughs) I can't say this differently. They're truly some of the nicest people I've ever met Um, and so it was it was an amazing opportunity and all of my work being in Spanish at first was a bit intimidating um, because I didn't necessarily have the right vocabulary and I hadn't like really like written Spanish for a quick sec but at the same time like you know it comes pretty quickly Um, And I thought I didn't make any major progress like for the first like month or two and then after a quick second like, um, I don't know I realized that like my Spanish sounded like a lot different and I remember this one time I went into like um, a little store just to buy gum (laughs) and This man asked me like where I was from in Colombia and I was like, oh, so you think I'm Colombian? And and that's when I realized that like my Spanish had improved a lot and yeah you know, it's <laughs> a small, small victory in life that yeah make your day.
0: <laughs> that is yeah. actually the biggest honor ever <laughs> to have someone do mm-hmm. to you. Very. Yeah, right. Well, now you're living in Senegal, like I said, living yeah. and working. And mm-hmm. you are working as a communication intern for Afrotopia now. Um, what's mm-hmm. that like? I know your sister visited you too. And just how has it been living, you know, in Senegal and kind of, connecting with that part of your, um, you know, culture.
1: Yeah. Um, so as I said, um, I'm, or as you said, I'm Swiss and Senegalese. <laughs> um, but I, I grew up in Switzerland. Um, right. And I had gone to Senegal, but the last time I went was eight years ago. And that was such a long time ago. Wait, do you want me to repeat that because of <laughs> no, go
0: for
1: it. Adds little spice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me just okay i'll, I'll start over because yeah so um yeah so as you said um, i'm swiss and senegalese but i did grow up in switzerland um and i had gone to senegal before um but the last time i came here was 8 years ago so it had been forever um and it was really my priority i knew that graduating i i was going to graduate in december um and i wanted to use that semester to come back here and spend time with my family um and get to know my country pretty much yeah and um it's been it's been all sorts of things honestly but it's it's it, i don't know it's it's been really it's been a blessing being here like i can't really say this differently like um i think one sentence that really summarizes it for me is i was always saying like i'm really happy to be here you know um, and I've been spending a lot of time with my family. I've been discovering Dakar a lot. Um, and it's funny cause like it's a place that I didn't really know, um, let's say four months ago and, and I feel at home here now. Um, and, and it's so nice. Um, my sister was there indeed at the beginning and it was really nice cause her and I are really close. And so it was a great way for me to just kind of like transition here. Um, and now, yeah, I'm alone here and life is great. And about work, Um, work has been very, very interesting. So the podcast I'm working for, um, because Generation Afrotopia produces a podcast, and (laughs) just like you, (laughs) and so what we're talking about um, is actually, I think, some of the questions that interest me the most, right? So the format is that we do these kind of long um, interviews with thinkers and writers and sometimes poets, um, but all kinds of people um, that really help us rethink the major questions of today, but from the perspective of the Global South, right? Because what we think is that since there are, I mean, there's a big problem right now in the West, um, in terms of like, where, we, where do we go next? You know, like we call it like the crisis of modernity, right? Because obviously the environmental questions, social questions, political and economic questions really like come up right now. Um, and they're going to need to, like we're going to have to find answers for them, right? And how we've turned the question is that if, you know, Africa's usually presented as the continent that like um, for which modernity didn't work, but then, um, if you just kind of switch to this question and say, "Oh, if modernity has take like has taken less space and has been less invasive here," let's say, um, well, then maybe there's answers here in terms of like how we can find other paths and new alternatives and new ways of organizing ourselves and creating societies and all of that. And so, I think to me it was a very very important thing to hear, um, especially you know like being Senegalese. Um, it's sometimes hard, you know, um, being presented as, um, incapable or like underdeveloped and, and all of that. And obviously like there's important things that need to be said in all kind of discourses and there's valid points everywhere. Like, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, like, um, there's a lot of moral kind of statements and judgment on, on different places of the world in regards of like develop quote unquote development. Um, and I don't think those are necessary or actually like relevant. And so I think it's really important for us to start producing like, um, just different contents that like help us have a different perspective on just the world as it works, you know? <laughs> and so what I did um, for the podcast was mostly the like, communication because we had a good like, community of listeners even before I started. Um, but the point is we wanted to get more involved with our listeners on one hand and on the other hand, what we're really trying to do right now, and I think it's actually like we're going to reach our objective, we're having crowdfunding so that we can start um, a podcast studio here and what 's interesting there is that um we don 't just like because we have one podcast and it, it's it 's amazing but again like you know it 's pretty it 's pretty long and we talk about like um it 's a lot of theoretical stuff and a lot of like thoughts and, and et cetera and we want to have like a lot more concrete um knowledge and a lot more like we want to have more different formats and so what we 're trying to do is like um we found our place right now so we should be able to like have it there um and so we're creating the the association here in the car too because up until now it was based in france so now we're basing it in the car too and so that we can have like more people join it and start producing more podcasts um which is super exciting yeah
0: that's so exciting
1: yeah yeah i'm super happy like and very proud obviously like yeah
0: yeah no that's really awesome and who are you working with? Is it a small um company? yeah
1: it's very small, which is actually like a big part of um what I learned um and that was actually funny because I wrote my um communication capstone about um communication processes within um small businesses and also like the external processes. And so what was really interesting there is that when I started my capstone, uh, I was doing another another internship in Switzerland and it was also in a very small business. Um, and pretty much I started only looking at the external communication processes. But then upon working there, I realized that like a bigger part of Something that's very interesting when you work in a very small, like, working environment, when it's only, like, you and another person or you and two other people, is that um, how you communicate within the team is very important. And it's something that's especially challenging when, when it's two people because, obviously, there's this kind of blurring of lines between like personal and professional relations because you can't just be like fully fully professional with with one person um and so i'd already kind of looked into that when i was in um when i was at franklin and for my capstone um but then this semester i learned a whole lot more obviously about external processes but also internal processes and so for me it was it was a very very enriching experience because um i hadn't really had the opportunity to really um, practice as much as I did this semester, obviously because now i 'm working um, and it's been it's been really really interesting and so i don't know it was many different things, and I think um starting to work is always a bit intimidating, you know, and having to deal with different environments and everything i i was I was definitely intimidated, um, but I think it's very empowering to feel that um you've learned to be adaptable and that um, in the end, it doesn't really matter if you don't know yet. Um, and I think that's something that like was really the first thing that I learned. Like it, it doesn't matter if you don't know, like you'll just learn. And that's what you're here for too. And I think um, it's always good to remember when you start a new job, it's um, you didn't, I mean, unless you write on your resume, <laughs> yeah. which I did, um, but people know who they hired and people know who they're working with. And so in that aspect, you shouldn't, Feel too much pressure or feel too scared if you don't know. You just you're here to learn, and that's really the important part. And I think being being curious and being motivated is already like the important part. And so like no need to be hard on yourself if you don't know or if you're learning or you know if you have doubts and everything. Um, and yeah, and it's crazy because you think at first that it's like you think, oh my god, how am I gonna do this? And then after a bit of a like after after a bit of time, like everything that felt crazy before just feels normal. And what you thought you could never do just feels crazy. And, you know, like, it's just a cycle of, like, your limits being expanded. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think that's what makes it beautiful, you know?
0: Yeah, no, it's a very powerful feeling. It's a crazy feeling to have such a small period of time go by. And you look back to when you first started and you're just thinking, oh, like, I don't know anything that I know now. You know, it's really yeah. empowering. Absolutely. So kind of looking for your future, where do you kind of see yourself going in the next years or so? What can we expect from you?
1: <laughs> Honestly, the best doesn't have no expectations. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, I think right now um, I am going to do a master's degree sometime soon, but I really want to have more professional and more hands-on experience before I actually, like, embark on that journey because I think, um, and I've realized this also this semester, is that um, there is many ways. Um, if The way I see it right now is that there's different questions on which I would like to be involved, you know. Um, but there's many ways I can get involved about these questions. And so um, I think I need to kind of have a taste of different ways I can really um, work on these because I think I don't know, I've realized, and and it was pretty clear for me, but I hadn't really formulated it so clearly, but I think for me, like, um, work is about maximizing your impact in some way um, and making sure that you contribute to something that's meaningful to you. Um, And so there's many things that, like, I hold really close to my heart, you know, whether it's, like, environmental questions or, like, you know, questions of global inequalities, et cetera, like, many questions, you know, women's rights, I don't know um but about these like i really want to try and find like um an angle that allows me to work on them in a way that's like not only like fun on the like not yeah fun on the daily like stimulating let's say on a daily basis but that also like makes a difference in some kind of way like i'm not saying i'm going to change the world but like i want to make sure that like you know in french we say du vent. it's like i want to make sure i'm not mixing wind you know yeah um And so for that, I think I want to learn more skills, like more practical skills and get to know more like environments in which I can work and then um, make sure that I choose kind of the path that works best for me.
0: That's so exciting. I am very excited to see what countries you end up hopping
1: over to. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) And kind of just to close off such a wonderful podcast, I was wondering if you had any you know, things that you want to say to new students coming to Franklin now that you're leaving, kind of any insight that you may have and how to survive or how to thrive, you know?
1: Yeah. So first off, welcome, because, um, I don't know, Franklin is a great place. It's funny because um, I myself didn't really know what I was getting myself into when I chose Franklin. Um, Franklin is typically not your average Swiss person's choice. Um, <laughs> And it was honestly a bit of a coincidence that I ended up there. And I remember going there and thinking, oh, well, let's just give it a go and we'll see how it goes. Um, and I would say my my biggest piece of advice, and I usually say that actually, um, is that Franklin is really what you want to make out of it. And it's a place where you have a lot of freedom in terms of what experience you want to make out of it. And I think, in in all kinds of ways, because you know, it's one example that I usually give is that, for example, like academically speaking, um, you can be like a good student and just follow classes, or you can be an average student or lower than average. Like that's that's your like that's your business, you know. Um, but I really think that you know, being so close with professors and having such a small, small, small school, in a way. Um, I remember at first being a bit jealous from my friends in like bigger universities that could just like, you know, go to class when they wanted to or, you know, not hand in anything and ever just have like one exam at the end of the year because it just seemed like they were like chilling, you know, And, and we had to be a bit more rigorous and have great opportunities to work with professors who know you and who like have time to read your work and actually give you good advice to really um, improve and learn new things, and deepen your your knowledge, etc. And so, I think that's like something that we're very lucky about. And honestly, also, it's the same with staff and everything. You know, there's there's many different positions you can work. There's, I think, everyone is really. I mean, and that's that's all over the world. But I think Franklin being such a special special place, like everyone is really worth meeting, and it's really worth taking time to get to know everyone and we have the chance to have so many different perspectives um that i think it's it's something that's it's really a shame if you don't really take advantage of it and discovering around like switzerland is is so nice and it's like so nice (laughs) and it's so safe um and i don't know i think that's the thing i think there's there's few places that have as many opportunities to make him as like just what you want, you know, it's, if you want to go climbing, you can, like if you want to just like leave Switzerland for a weekend, like you can go like, and, and if you want to work really hard, you also like have the right resources and opportunities to do so. And you can meet so many people that like in the end, I think, um, without putting any pressure on people, because I think it's important for people to take time and be patient with themselves. Cause, um, you know, we have time, let's take it. Um, but yeah, I think really, um, make it what you want it to be. Is what I would say,
0: yeah, I completely agree. I think that is really beautifully said and a perfect way to close such a wonderful podcast. Thank you so much for sharing so on this podcast and allowing people a little insight on what it's like to be you.
1: No, my pleasure, Margaret. Thank you so much. Honestly, I'm really happy to get to do this today. Um, and especially because I haven't been at Franklin, you know, for the past months. Um, it's a really nice way to kind of think about it again and be ready for graduation Um, congratulations to you (laughs) on graduating Um, and congratulations to my fellow classmates too like good job everyone I'm really proud of us
0: we did it I'm really proud (laughs) awesome thanks again see you see you